Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Lounge at 814 Podcast. I am your host, as always, the one and only John Blaze. Now, look, as you can tell in the background, I do have a guest today. Uh, this guest is a family member. This guest is someone I consider a friend. This is somebody I've turned up with, somebody I've turned down with, uh, somebody who I've got drunken with in the side of the Roxy uh, plenty of times, <laughs> who I've also praised the Lord with. Um, and I've watched Catch the Holy Ghost. We got to talk about that, how I ducked from um, But y'all, I got my cousin Nikki with me. Nikki, say what's up to the people. What's up, black people? Oh, damn. She's on this thing. Nikki, I'm so glad you're what's on that? here. It, uh, Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, no problem. No problem. You know, like all the time, like we've always had real talk. So I was like, it wouldn't be right if on the platform, if I didn't have you on here so we can have a real talk you know you know how we do so yeah when we're, we're not gonna be on no fuck shit no fuck shit today no fuck Just shit no fuck no grown grown and sexy official real shit you know what i'm saying right, um, right. because you know like we our family goes back you know what i'm saying yeah. like yes, definitely yes. we go back so it's a it's a beautiful thing to have you on here to talk with you and everything and uh shit how how are we gonna do this like i mean nikki you're grown now like you have a family and like Uh, you have a husband and kids yeah i'm a whole i'm a whole ass adult in these streets like you know mommy someone's calling me mommy someone's calling me wifey you Mm -hmm. know i'm a whole i'm a whole grown up so yeah it's crazy right for me oh yeah we know we definitely know (laughs) The original wild child. Original wild child. Bumble clap. <laughs> <Just going. laughs> yeah, man. Somebody somebody got me to sit down um for about five minutes. Yeah. They got okay. me. And that's all it took. Five minutes of you sitting down and you were <laughs> your ass was tame. That's all it needed. Yeah, no, the right the right man at the right time um definitely got me. Got a good one. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh-huh. That is definitely oh. good, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm just waiting for my time to be, like, the one to to be all settled down and shit. Ooh, uh, child. Ooh, first child. of all, first know. of all, first of all, don't even don't even say it oh. like that. Like, <laughs> you're making it sound like I, I'm a problem. Oh, um, yeah. No, Jonathan, not you. You're not the problem. You're a little toxic, but you know you're cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa! How am I toxic? You know, actually, actually, all jokes, all jokes, all jokes aside, you're actually Jesus. a good. Jesus, you're all Thank you're, you. You really, you really are. I think would be. I think you're a good catch. You know, you're a good guy. I just need you to stay focused uh, for longer than ten minutes. Look, first of all, <laughs> that's not me. Okay, <laughs> that's them. Look, I look. I am a natural Aquarius. Okay. I'm one of those types of people to where if you're doing all the things, once you start falling off and your your attention is not where it should be, look, I'm a I will follow you. You know what I mean? If yeah. you come up, if you come up, slap me on my ass, give me a kiss on the cheek, I'll be like, okay, so that's what we're doing. I'm gonna slap you on the ass, give you a kiss on the cheek. When shit starts to change, I'm gonna start changing. I'm I'm just a mirror. Well, Jonathan, you know, um honestly. Here we go. In, in marriage, in, ma- in marriage, that's a uh, that's a hard one. You may not stay married long. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm real, real nice. 
Real life, I mean, real life. I mean, seriously, let me tell you why. Okay. Because I've been married. I'm about to be married for seven years uh, in September. And we've been together longer than that. So over a decade. So mm-hmm. love is love is a word that is um, often used incorrectly. Um there's a there's points in our in a relationship that are at high at a high and there's moments of low right so the energies are high and the energies are low people can be going through something mentally their you know their physical health anything and sometimes the person that you got with in the beginning may not be the same person that they're going to be five ten years down the road exactly. you can't just you can't just uh, turn off just because that's not because they're not the same you got to grow with each other. And meet people where they are. And sometimes, you know, sometimes if you at a high energy place, you may have to just bring your person in with you. Like, hey, what's up? We gotta keep turning up and bring it to their attention. You can't just say, Oh, I'm just gonna give you my energy. See, that's okay. that's, that's that toxic. That's that toxic. <laughs> no, it is not that toxic. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me let me clarify because I think I don't want you having people thinking that I'm just like, oh, this this dude is stupid. Like, no, no, no. My thing is in a relationship, I'm very one of the people that I'm, I'm coming in, I'm always going to do, you know, as. I'm always going to show you the love. I'm always going to treat you a certain way. That's just going to be me. Now, when I feel like that's not being accepted or you're not appreciating that anymore, then I'm going to start dialing that stuff back. Now, I'm, I'm the type of person I love to talk. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I firmly believe, like, now where I am, where I've been, we're going to do a six months, uh, six month, uh, catch up. You know what I'm saying? This is just like an evaluation. Like, Hey, how are you feeling right now? Like mm-hmm. in this relationship, like, are you okay? Are there some things that you're not liking is something because I believe like constant communication is what keeps the relationship going. Now, my Definitely. thing is I just need to have somebody who's willing to have those conversations with me. And that's going to be open. You know what I'm saying? I don't need somebody that's going to hold something in. And then next thing you know, you know, when I ask you, hey, babe, do you, you want some fries? And then you going off on me because <laughs> you've held some shit in from when I ate your last fry like four months ago. Like, don't do that shit to me. Yeah, that's 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 a problem. That's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But I, but no, yeah. I honestly feel like, you know, like constant communication is always a big thing in relationships. And I think that's where people actually fall is that they don't communicate. Like, I've never been the type of person to where I feel like, okay, now that I got you, that's all I have to do. No, I I believe that the way you start a relationship is the same way you need to maintain it because at some point shit can fall off or, you know, you not may, like you said, may not be at your best point, but that person still has to remember, like, what is it that, that got me into this? Like, you know, those types of things. So, right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on now. You know me, you know. Yes, I'm, I know I'm you. I'm Casanova of the ghetto. Oh goodness! Yes, you are Casanova of the ghetto. <laughs> but um, just to bring it in a little bit on your point of communication, communication is definitely uh, important uh, in relationships. But just to take it one step further, uh, you know, you can communicate, but effective communication is really what's important. Like communicating the right way, communicating mm-hmm. in, in love, communicating in love or respect for one another. No, because you can communicate something to somebody. It doesn't mean that you're going to, it's effective. So, you know, as long as you have two people that are are clear and concise, they're respectful of what's being said of one another. There's some kind of listen in their action and you put, a, you know, put that 
whatever was communicated into play, that's that's what's gonna keep you staying together. So you can talk all day, but that doesn't mean that it's you know being heard or processed. But that effective communication is what's gonna make a relationship last. So yeah. Okay, and I mean, this is coming from somebody who's been married for a minute, so I'm not listening just yeah. to somebody just to be talking some shit like uh, Ayana fixed my life type of shit. It's <laughs> just like, you know, like yeah. some real shit. So, I mean, I definitely take that and respect that because, I mean, we all know, like, everybody changes. I, what is that? I think I read, like, every seven years, like, a person goes through a change. That's true. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like, for me, I believe it definitely depends on when you meet that person. It's like when they're in that change because they may be like five years in and then their change is coming in the next two years and y'all just met. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, damn, mm-hmm. you know, in the next two years, who are you? Like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I just believe that, you know, I, with that, I, I've always, I, I think for me, I've always kind of stood back in the background. Like, I know my faults. I know what I did. I know that I personally wasn't ready for like, like I wanted relationships, big relationships, but at the same time, I was like, eh, eh. These, it's okay to be hanging out with people, to be dating, but I felt like since I wasn't personally and emotionally ready for those, I picked people who weren't emotionally ready at the same time. Why do you think you did that? Like, why, why even put yourself in the why even put yourself in the situation of wanting to involve someone in in that behavior if you know that you're not really real? Because we know that that's how that's how people get hurt. I feel. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, people get hurt, and I was, I feel like I was the one who did get hurt because in my situations, uh, because I, okay, so this is the thing. This past year, uh, earlier this year, I really had to, you know, just really have a mental time to where I went through my own shit where I set myself down, talked to myself, looked at all the things that I did. And I realized is that for me, um, in my younger days, I was looking for acceptance. I was looking for that love that I didn't get. Um, So I was like, okay, so I'm going into relationships. You know what I'm saying? In my relationships, I would pour in everything I had. You know what I mean? Now, on top of that, I'm also an empath. So I connect well with people who are going through things because I'm a healer. That's what I've learned. So with that, I met people who needed to be healed at the same time as I'm, you know, helping heal and taking these things and showing them this love, sharing with them love, and they're feeling the love and giving it back to me. When they're all good and patched up, they're ready to go. And I'm sitting here like, yo, like. What about me? What about <laughs> yeah, me? <laughs> where are you going? You know what I'm saying? So I, I finally realized that I need to have someone who is also going to heal me. Um. Because I'm not at the place to where I'm like, I'm done. Like, I need somebody who's going to, honestly, who's going to sit back and make sure I'm okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that has my best interest. Someone, I mean, I'm, and I'm not talking just like small types of things. Like, make sure I'm eating. You know what I mean? She, like, make sure I'm good. Like, come get me. Like, take me out. You know what I'm saying? Rub on my booty. You know, let me know that, hey, look, I'm about to take you out. <laughs> no, but that's real. <laughs> That's real talk. Look, okay, let me tell no, you. No, it is. It is. It is. Because men like that shit. I don't care what anybody says. A man, if a woman comes up to a man and she, if you come from us from behind, you grab us or you do something and you be like, look, you looking real fucking good right now. Like tonight, <laughs> I'm taking that. 
if we gonna be like, oh, okay, <laughs> bet we ready. If you even say, look, babe, tonight, look, I want, I want to take us to dinner. Like, you ain't got to worry about nothing. It's on me tonight. You know what I mean? Like that whole thing. Oh my god, let a woman do that to me. She That's automatically it. she getting some that night. Like we. <laughs> We can go to the restaurant. We can get this shit to go. I'm giving it to you. Like, what's up? But, you know, but I'm being honest. So that's what, that's what men like. And I think for me, like, if I found finding someone to do that and to have that with is the most amazing thing, because that's what I do. You know what I mean? I do that to people. Sometimes it's just good to feel that back. You know, what's funny is I feel that when (laughs) we forget sometimes no we forget that dudes need that y'all act y'all act so hard all the time and you know i don't need nothing i'm big bad and you know i got it all together that sometimes we forget that y'all need a little booty rub and you need a little nibble on the ear or you know like my husband like when i play in his beard I forget. We forget. And because mm-hmm. we're always we're always thinking about us and you know, you taking care of us, but we forget about the other side. And it's a big thing. I've had tons of conversations with women, even guys. I hear from guys all the time like I need I need for my woman to pay me some attention. Let me know you love me. I don't want you to you you want me to give that to you all the time. Give it to me. Look, and I think and- it's important. I didn't get that I didn't get that until recently. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm I mean, I hate to admit it. I've been married this long. <laughs> dated for a long time <laughs> and, and and I'm not gonna lie to you that, that's something that I'm working on right now but see, okay. and see that's the thing though but see this is and this is where we run into the whole dynamic of how men should act how women should act because mm-hmm. women have been uh, programmed to understand that look when you're out when you're going out he's gonna take care of everything he's gonna you know like he should be the one calling you. He should be the one paying for yeah. this. Or, you know, even with Valentine's Day, I've dated plenty of girls who felt like Valentine's Day was their fucking day. And I'm like, no, you can get me something. I'm not saying I need a big ass teddy bear with a whole bunch of candy, but at least let me know that you're thinking of me. You know what I mean? Like if it's the smallest gestures are the biggest things, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so when it comes to like that, yeah, we need attention. We crave attention. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna step into a place to where you know it may be a little it may be a little okay. a little rough for some people to understand it to hear, but this is the same thing. I feel like when people step into like when people get into relationships and people start forgetting the romance part of it because it's like once some people feel like once I have the ring on it that's it I ain't got to do shit no more. You find women going to sleep with bonnets on their heads who ain't okay, looking first sexy. Of all, first okay. of, first all of right. all, listen. Okay. Okay. Don't you attack us in our bonnets, money? <laughs> okay. We gotta protect these hairstyles. Okay. Shut up. Watch no, and I mean, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, you know, if you go to sleep with a bonnet on, that's beautiful. That's fine. Do that. But I'm just saying, like, let that be like something that we'd be like, oh, okay, like she's going to sleep tonight. All right, bet. Now, women know their men. Okay. You yeah. know, if you've seen your man walking around the house doing some push-ups, kind of flexing, bending over, like, yeah, you know, like, reaching up for shit, trying to show his muscles. That means it's like he's like a peacock trying to show his feathers. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm trying to get some action. And then you recognize that. He's like, motherfucker, not tonight. So you go put on your bonnet. You put on the most atrocious shit so we can be, like, repellent on it. But that's not going to work because guess what? We know what's under that bonnet. We know what's under that moo-moo dress. Come give me that. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, yeah. so that's what I'm We're saying. So, we can be we can be a little guilty of that, a little bit. A little bit. Come on, now. I mean, but the, you know, it's the same thing. Men men tend to do the same thing. But and and I was saying that to say is that some people feel like, you know, there there's a thin line between why why people cheat, and I believe that the reason why you find men who cheat is because some some men are just like, I need to go out and get all the pussy I need. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's just my satisfaction. And then I, I believe that that woman, the woman knows that. Let me tell you something. Women know their men and men know their women. So I don't like it when people be like, oh, I never saw it coming. No, 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 no. You saw it coming. You saw it was there. You just didn't want to accept it. And you felt like your pussy was all that he needed. Yeah. But no. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like once that attention is not there anymore because people get very comfortable. Look, right. keep it keep it sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no issues with my woman. Like, look, if I'm talking shit, grab me by my neck. Put a knife to me and be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am, I am. But guess what? You just know you're about to get sex down because that shit is a turn on. Keep shit spicy. And I believe when people don't keep it spicy, they keep shit live. That's when people be like, damn, like. And then you're looking at other people when you're out because let me tell you something, work, being out with your friends, just being out in general, you see people. Mm-hmm. And you may see somebody that reminds you of your girl when you or your partner when y'all were dating. And you'd be like, you know what? That's that shit I like. You know what I mean? And then if that person pays you a little attention, you'd be like, hey, watch out. I'm a little vulnerable. Next thing you know, you know, we rolling around somewhere and then it's like, I got to come back home to bonnet when I got old nightgown, t-shirt and panties over here. Like, so it's a, it's a toss up. Well, I'm going to say this because I feel like you and I are in different places and I, 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 I 85% get where you're, where you're coming from. You want to always be, you can't forget to be a hoe. You can never forget to be a hoe. Exactly. And and if that's a real thing. But life looks so different when you're married versus single. And, you know, versus when you're single and dating versus when you're married. And then don't, God forbid, you add kids to that. It's different, Jonathan. So it's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's, kind of two different buckets i get it i respect it i hear it but i feel like when you shift in your in your relationship in your marriage you start to understand i'm not making excuses i'm just saying mm-hmm. that you, it, it becomes less of a priority you can't lose the hoe but you can still have the bonnet you can be a hoe in the bonnet i mean you can but <laughs> as long as you remember as long as you re- like there's there's a shift like real life you don't have to i don't have time i don't have time to go in lingerie shop when i have three kids uh two of them under two of them are are the same age driving me crazy and worry about some victoria secrets or some la parla when at at the end of the night all he just really want me to do is get out the shower butt naked and go later go amen over. Like that, amen that's so, all we need that's so, all we need you know my bonnet shouldn't be under attack because of that. <laughs> but I do I do respect the fact that yes, you have to keep it sexy in your mm-hmm. in your marriage. You gotta keep it spicy. 
But again, when you're married versus single, it looks a little different. And I feel like if you have two people that are on the same playing field, they're like, okay, we're, we're going to have our sexy time. We're going to keep it sexy. It ain't so much about you so damn tired from work, kids, you know, all of these errands, uh, soccer mom in it and all of that stuff that when you get time to do each other, it's like, I'm going to take you with this bonnet, this hope, these, and you up with these holy ass draws on and we're going to get it in and we're going to roll okay. over and go to sleep. First of all, I feel attacked. Don't talk about the holy draws because those are the most comfortable shits. First of all, uh, see how you came, but you came from my bonnet. You came okay. for the bonnet. Touché, you came for the finest, you came for the moo moos. Let's talk about them dingy wife beaters. Hey, guess what? Y'all pull on them though when we fucking. Y'all pull on them. So, <laughs> thank I wanna you. Keep this, I want to keep it sexy. Keep it sexy and buy you a new pad, boo. Buy a new pad. Oh, 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 you know what? I, look, I will tell my woman anytime. If you look, if you try to get some, go buy me a new pack of white beaters. I will put them shits on and I will look. New draws, all that shit. I will prance around and show off and do a fashion show for you all night long. Okay, so you just remember that when you're attacking the bonnet, so. Okay. okay, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's even say this, though. Let's say, even in dating, I feel like people get stale. Okay, because I, I believe that when people are even dating, they're like, okay, like, we have this routine, like, we're going to go out, like, I know we're going to go out on this Friday, you know, like, I, I really believe people start to just get comfortable, and I, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable, please don't get me wrong with that, no, but I think not. at the same time, like you said, just keep it a little sexy, you know what I'm saying, like, well, okay, let me tell you my versions of things that I find sexy. Okay. Okay? Now, like I said, I'm an old hoe. I like <laughs> I like certain shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I have a woman, you know, tell me to shut the fuck up. If I, I know I run my mouth. I know I talk a lot of shit. Tell me to shut the fuck up. Matter of fact, even so, grab me sometimes. A man likes to feel wanted. A man likes to feel sexy. Whisper in my ear. Send me something nasty. You know what I'm saying? If it's a dirty joke, like, send me that shit. Like, let me know that, you know what I'm saying? Because men, we always feel like we're always, you know, women... I always feel like men are after sex. But when it was honestly, women are disgusting too. Okay. Women oh, yeah, want sex. Are. Yeah, women want sex just as much as men. Sometimes a little bit more. We'd be like, damn. Okay. But my thing is, is like, you know, come home. You know what I'm saying? If like if I'm just getting off, you know, like, hey, meet me at the house. You ain't even gotta say shit. Meet me at the house. Send me a, you know, a photo, be like, hey, look, I'm waiting for you. Yes, ma'am. I'm on the way. You know, it's small shit that can yeah. be done, that can be, you know, freshly. Even when you have kids, I feel like with, with me and my wife, whenever we decide, look, first of all, let me say me and my future wife, uh, whenever we have decided to have kids, I've always talked about like a date night. I feel like it's good to have a date night. You know what I mean? Like depending on like when we could do it, but like, let's keep stuff fresh. You know, if we're going out or you know, if we keeping it at the house, hell, if we got to tie up the kid and give him Domitap or Benadryl, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah, that's what's up. You, you have to. Right. Um, flirting, flirting, is, flirting and dating are definitely things that will keep it fresh. I, I, I swear, I tell my husband every time we go on, on a date together and we just, we step away from our, our monotony of every day. I feel so recharged and reconnected to him because we've had those moments mm -hmm. um, 
to just re just just to recenter and look at each other instead of like being by each other but doing separate things and it's it's important but the flirt like flirting you're right flirting is a thing you should flirt until the day that you die with each oh, other i'm always i'm always gonna flirt yeah like i mean if you walk past it's a, i don't know if you're a tiktok person but it's a tiktok going around that i love where the girl it's, a, it's always a girl standing there and the man walks by and she's and he don't slap her ass like she she's like what's up like looking like what's up <laughs> like, yeah Listen, like you better slap my ass for my whole life because I love it. I ain't got much, but just you just go ahead and you know pop that little pancake back there. Look, Make look, let me, look, let me tell you something. Slapping that ass is always the delight of my day. I don't care. You could be in the kitchen, we could be laying down. I'ma slap that ass. My hand stays on an ass. Like that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've yeah. always I've always want my woman to know, like, hell, like I tell her. If I'm not if I'm not touching you, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Either I'm not feeling good or I'm upset about some shit. You know what I mean? Even if I'm upset, I may be touching you a little bit and be like, mm, you got this nice little ass. I'm gonna touch, but I don't I don't fuck with you right now. You know what I mean? Like But I'ma still touch that booty. I'ma still touch that booty. Come here, like, mm, come here, quit playing with me, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? In, so in, in real life, John, that's that's important. That really is important. I mean, I know. Some people's love language is physical touch. So, like, real life, if you're not touched, like, I've, I've real life understand that about myself. Like, I need physical touch and mm-hmm. I need uh, gifts. Give me some gifts and touch on my booty and I'm happy. You know okay? what? I'm the same way. Like, I love touch me. Right. Man, touch me. Whisper some shit into my ear. Like, that. Oh, did you fall? Like, what happened? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> my thing is like touch me I think that's the biggest thing I think honestly like in my past relationships um, that's also one thing I was lacking was them touching me you know what I mean because I felt like it was always centered of me doing shit it's to where that person that person wasn't giving back that affection properly you know what I'm saying Uh, so for me like let me tell you something when a woman touches my leg oh my god that is the like the most sexiest thing. Like putting a hand right in the inside of my thigh or on my knee or like in that area. Yeah, man, that sexy. Ma'am, I'm, I'm looking at her like. Yeah, because uh, you're close, right? They're close to that little. Like, you close, she, like you're telling me. It's, she, sending, it's sending the signals. She, like don't don't play with me. Don't play with me, like you know. And those was that's the things that I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I love the small touches. I love the fact that if you can't, like, walk over to me. Like, if I'm like sitting down or we're chilling, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. You know when she comes by and she, like just gives me, gives me, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss for no apparent reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know that this that I'm wanted. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like men. Women fail to make men feel wanted. And I think that's the biggest thing because, you know, like, we don't know. But, you know, here's the thing. I hear hear your mouth talking. I do. And and I I, I think in the sidebar conversation we've had in the past, I told you that you're a little bit of a different type of a man than what you you are than most. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because you were just around a lot of ladies you have. I'm not calling you a lady or anything, but you just you're more in tune with 
your emotional side. And a mm-hmm. lot of guys, I think a lot of guys have been made to suppress that. And I feel like your environment that you grew up with, your mom nurtured that. She allowed you to be be emotional without being, yeah. you know. A little beach, a little beach. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but you no, know. but it's it's the truth. But yeah, she without, she yeah. nurtured you in that environment. But there's a lot of guys walking around, you know, suppressing their emotions, and they they are scared to say what you're saying. And so we're not mind readers. Um, I have a lot of skill sets in life, and reading your damn mind is not <laughs> one that I have. But you know, and what? so okay. like with with that with that, you know. You're saying that, but men have a hard time really outwardly expressing what they need and want from a woman, especially when it comes to this type of a thing. They'll be like, oh, I need you to cook. I need you to do this and this and this. But when it comes to like this, like, I love it when you make me feel this way. Mm -hmm. That's an easy ass sentence. I love it when you touch on the inside of my thighs. Or I love it when you just rub all my legs. Like, just, I don't know why men find that so hard to say. Well, because because it's it's okay. So this is the thing. It's more about being, like you said, emotional. You know what I mean? Like we're we're equipped to like get up, go work, come home, do what we're supposed to do, and then you know eat, take care of some shit, and then we're back at it again. So, and okay, and this is also a part of me being a community service rep uh, for like the last some odd years when I when I service the community of women who are malnourished in love. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what what it was was that I realized is that that's what women liked. They wanted to hear. They wanted to see that 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 side to where a man can talk about. Yeah, like I like this shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. we can sit back. We can do these things. But what I also realized is that even though they liked it, what they're equipped to getting is that Negro. Like, that dude, you know what I'm saying? It's like, women, from what I've seen, like, women want a certain type of guy, but they gravitate to this type, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I, I've always kind of felt like, okay, like, you say you want this dude to be this in the streets, but yet, at home, you want me to be all loving and caring and under you. For me, I'm going to be me 24-7, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm the type of person I like to hold hands. I like the small parts of affection. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to like walk around and act like you know where behind me. Here, stand two two feet behind me. No, like stand in front of me. I want to see your ass move when you walk. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna grab your ass. And like you said, like yeah, I'm different because your mom taught me that being around all these women who are like, oh, you know, if you really want to have a woman and this is what women need, I've I've listened. I've heard that. I applied that. But I think at the same time, though, some women aren't ready for that because I've had women who like, they're like, damn, you cook, you clean, you, you do all these things yourself. What do you need me for? It's about the maturity of the person, I, be- I believe, you know, um, like I said, uh, you can, in, in previous conversations that we've had before, you know, there's, there's times when people are, you can get with someone, but it doesn't mean that that you're ready for them. You can meet the perfect person, mm-hmm. but it does not mean that you are ready for them at the time that you meet them. And so mm-hmm. what you oftentimes have is you have immature people in a relationship. And then that's where friction and tension comes because you have two people 
that are together. One may be totally in, they understand the art of communication, they understand the art of uh, vulnerability, being transparent, and, you know, flirting, all of those things. And then you have a person that's, you know, closed off, uh, half in, half out, insecure, and and the, and the person that's really sure of themselves in a relationship and really understands how it works, they're fighting this losing battle and it's, they become exhausted. So if you're like, I feel ultimately it just boils down to really, really, really understanding one's sense of self before you ever get into a relationship with anybody. Like, okay. I feel like a lot of things would be cured and caused if people took the time to really... I mean, really, really, really be 100% with themselves about what makes them work, what they like, what they don't like, you know, and then creating some form of a vetting process. Because when you have under, when you have a keen sense of yourself and you don't want, and you know what it makes to make you move and what causes you peace and harmony and what causes you to have that unbalance. Mm -hmm. you, you know you that's knowing you right and so when you vet when you're creating that vetting process you're like okay this is my checklist now yeah i'm not talking about the checklist he gotta be six two with big dick and not that dumbass list no i'm just talking about the list of characteristic traits that make a person make these people connect right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I, I like to i like to travel um i like spirituality i like to go out and brunch i'm mm. a music person i'm tight on the tidier side you know and all of those things are important to me those are things that you know mean something to me and i'm not gonna go date an atheist who is dirty and <laughs> likes home-cooked meals right. then that's that's gonna cause problems right and so when you are dating someone it's so important to vet, have that vetting process down. That way you're silently weeding out, you're silently checking off your boxes and making sure that you're even compatible. Mm -hmm. so, so many people spend so much time doing stuff with the people that they're not meant to be with. And then that's why you run into all of these damn issues. Oh, well, they don't know how to talk. Well, you, you probably should have pushed a button or two when your ass was dating. Okay, you probably so, okay. should have paid attention instead of worried about the dick so much. Pay attention to pay attention to this over here. And, <laughs> you know, you digmatized and you're over here missing the fact that, damn, I don't have to say two words to him because all we did was did the do and then I'm asleep. You know, whatever. You understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's well, like, yeah. Really, really take the time to to know you before you get into something with someone. And because when you know you well, ain't shit that anybody can come and say or do that's going to disrupt that. And the minute that you feel that balances off and your peace is broken and you're not adding joy and harmony and balance to what I already got over here, then you need to kick the fuck around. Get get out of my face. And you know that's a I think that's a very important thing. And now that's something that I had to learn. Um and that I'm also steady learning uh is that peace part. You know what I mean? Like I think for me, um peace is very important. You know what I mean? I come from a household to where there was no really no arguments. There was really no craziness. It was laughter. It was love. It was, you know, people, us doing us. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So when it comes to me finding that person or that mate, 
I need to know, like, I, first of all, what a beautiful, attractive thing to me is someone that can make me laugh. Because I'm stupid. I'm going to make you laugh all the time. If you can make me laugh, you damn near won the battle. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things. And I think with peace, that's a bigger part than I'm now looking at. You know what I'm saying? I need somebody who has a spirit that can that can just mesh well with mine. You know what I'm saying? Who's just, I'm okay with us sitting on the sofa watching a little TV curled up. But then I'm also good with us like, yo, like, baby, you want to go out? Like, let's go dancing. Like, let's go do something creative. You know what I mean? Um, and it's also, you said something about um, spiritual. I never, never really talked in my other relationships about church about you know like spiritual types of things or praying i've in my relationships i've never prayed with someone before i'm even if we had a meal i've never been like okay like we're gonna say grace you know what i'm saying it was maybe one girl who you know she took me to church which we went to go get popeyes and she tried to sex me down later that's a different story (laughs) but (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) It's, I've never had somebody to where, you know, this is like part of our thing. You know what I mean? Like my, my friend that, you know, my boo that that's around now, you know, we talked about that, you know, like we were sitting somewhere, we were talking and she was just like, yo, like, you know, asking about church. She was like, do you even go to church? I was like, no, I really don't. But I'm a very spiritual person. I said, I pray all the time. I said, I pray for you. I said, I pray for things. I was like, you know, my meal. She was like, well, you've never done that with me. And so when she said that, I was like, yo, like. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy because this is someone who's like now like, okay, you haven't done this, but this is what I'm about too. And I'm like, yo, like, it feels good to be having someone to where you can, you know, that peace is there. And I think think my peace has also gone into like personal wise, not just relationship wise, but personal, you know what I mean? Like, there's different things that I've also added to my life and people that I've discontinued from my life because they're not bringing that peace. So. I think in life and just in general, it's just, you know, like you said, once you get to, to that point to where you understand you and you have those things for yourself, then, yeah, that right person is going to come along and sit in. And it's not going to be like a like they trying to wiggle in and be like, damn, how can I fit in? That's going to fit into your life. And you're going to be like, right. well, I'll be damned. When did Joe ask you here? And it's going to be easy. It'll be easy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, like, yo, like, and, and so I'm just guessing life, it's just, as you get older and as you, like, really start to, to look at things, because, I mean, to be honest, I think our parents, our parents were trying to get shit right, you know what I'm saying? They were, like, yeah, trying to figure it out. You know, they were products of, like, yeah, like, this is how shit was back in the day, and then they're, like, okay, with us seeing them, of course, we took some things from it and we applied it to our lives. And now we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, this Lord, year. You don't even go. That's a whole different can of worm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, like, look at it. Like, I, like I, I will honestly tell people this all the time. I may say, look, I don't know my father. I don't know my daddy. I know him, but I don't want to be like him. You know what I'm saying? With my dad having eight kids, I'm blessed to be my age with zero kids like and don't and don't get me wrong i was out there having my fun but like to have zero kids yeah like that's a big thing and i'm like yo like 
I, because I, and I think for me, I saw the struggle of what my mom went through. And I was like, if I'm not really going to be with somebody, I can't put them through that of what I saw my mother go through. Yeah, that's, 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 that's smart. You did the, you did the smart thing because you would have totally messed somebody up. Yeah. If you, you know, if you weren't in the right head space. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that, man. Yeah, I, I know, yeah. I do. I know in my own, you know, speaking of our parents, you know, I dealt with one of those things. And, and I brought it into my marriage where the the strong woman thing. My mom was su- is such a mm. strong woman. Yes, she is. Like strong, yes. independent. Don't ask nobody for nothing. You know, stand mm-hmm. on your own. Which which I don't disagree with that that thought. I get why she was that way, but it, it, that doesn't work in marriage. You can't be not. like that. Doesn't work for women in marriage. You can have the you can have the uh, the thought and you should do that, have the actions, be doing the things to make you stand independently if you have to. But real life, man, I, I talked about this at your house, about the art of femininity. And mm. come on, being talk a, about it being, again. Being a lady and, you know, being soft and you know, being not not to say you have to be some docile ass creature that's just tiptoeing around, but be a woman. Like I don't feel like a man wants to deal with a difficult woman mm-hmm. and, and and difficult in the aspect of like I'm fighting you all the time. Everything yeah. has to be a fight or a tussle or you're nagging me. I've learned, I swear to I swear in the past COVID taught me the art of patience with my own spouse. Okay. And I've learned the art of getting him to do something for me without having to nag him. Mm. I'll say it one time. I'll, you know, I'll make it sweet. Hey, baby, can you do, I have a honey-do list. Honey-do list, you mind taking care of this for me this way instead of, you don't, you don't ever do No one wants to hear that shit. No. I don't want to hear that shit. No. And so I found that being softer is going to get you a lot further with you men people than me yelling. <laughs> you men people, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm but just no, that's saying, true. like, that's, yeah, that's so, definitely true. Yeah, so, I, you know, the, this relationship thing is, is difficult. It's, it's a lot to unpack. It's not for the week, telling you marriage is not for the week. Dating is not for the week. It's, it's just, you got to be strong. And if you're not strong enough to deal with, like, the, the, the fights that come with it, and the, you just don't need to do it. And I, I feel like a lot of people are punk-ass bitches, and they can't handle it. Well, Okay, well, and, damn. And it's um, all and it's and it's always the ones that can't really handle it that be always in there trying to do it. Sit your ass down somewhere and go heal your heart and get to know yourself better before you go over here and mess up somebody else's world. Like, don't nobody want you in all your bullshit. The real life. So I mean, and, you know. that's definitely, <laughs> definitely true. Definitely true. Like, I, but I think that's harder though for people because I think people are so now used to having someone or having people around to when they're when they're by themselves they don't know themselves you know what i'm saying like right i don't even know what to do with myself girl let me tell you what i would do yeah. let me just tell you because i know i know me but that's me i i know i know myself but it's a hard i just i don't understand it like i don't know i'm saying that today i'm saying that today as an older mature person right but i i actually kind of understand because i did it but it's like now that my eyes are open i realize like one of my things my favorite things to preach to the younger ladies that are around me is to is to really really spend that time to know you know you Mm -hmm. 
don't worry about it. I, I just want a man. I just want this. Why, girl, you're broken. Like, fix you. Fix you before you go over there. Guys, too, fix you. Fix fix you. Fix you and make sure that you are the best. You're presenting the best version of yourself to somebody mm. uh, before you approach them. Like, if you know mm. you messed up in your head. Like, I know a person right now. They are so broken. But yet, here they are about to talk to someone right now. And I'm like, man, that's going to be a messed up situation because that person is severely broken, like severely to the point where it's like, like I have to just put my arms around them and hug them. But that's my point. Like, if you know that you're that kind of a broken, don't go and put that on somebody else's plate. Like, go fix you. Go, go, go. Like, you know, that, that T word that black people don't like to use is therapy, right? Go, go, go get a counselor, <laughs> go talk it out, you know, go for real, but it's real because there's, you know, God gives people gifts and, and he gave therapists the gifts to be able to dissect your mind and get in your brain and help you and give you coping skills, like learn a coping skill. So whenever you feel like you feeling whatever you're feeling, you, you know how to handle it and stop being ignorant about it. Go heal yourself. Like, <laughs> See, okay, so I and, and I'm definitely on board with that. Like, I love the thought of you know therapy. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, because um, I know that personally for myself, I had to go through my own things. I'm not saying that I talked to a counselor, but I'm just saying there were there were things that I looked at to where it could help me become a better person. Um, and now, one thing that I will say also is that uh, I'm about to get on my soapbox because you know <clears throat> I am an ordained minister. Just want to put that out there for everybody, just to let you. Oh know God. Um, no, but seriously, <laughs> no, but I, I honestly, one thing that I know that I really had to do that really just pushed me to a limit of being better was praying. I know I had to sit back and I had to pray. I had to pray that I could be better. I know I had to pray for things that I needed to do, you know, to sh- basically him show me where I was lacking and what I needed to do. You know what I mean? And so I feel like even with that, that helps, you know what I'm saying? Because there were, there were times when I would sit up, you know, I'll be going to sleep at 12. I'm back up at three o'clock in the morning and I'm just sitting there and my heart is hurt. My mind is racing and I'm not knowing what the fuck to do. And I'm trying to figure out all these things, but you know, it would hit me just pray. You know what I'm saying? Pray that, you know, whatever it is that you need. And I feel like that was my time of waking up and there was moments for me to pray. And that's what I did. I prayed, for, you know, whatever outcome, how should I go about it, you know, things that I need in my life. So I think that's another thing, too. I think that people have kind of moved out of certain areas and they're trying to all do these things by themselves. Mm-hmm. When you can't do that shit by yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you you can't make a you can't make a baby by yourself. You can masturbate and give yourself a nut all you want to, but you're never going to get a baby if that's what you really want. So. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you, you have to come with certain things. And I think just in life, what I learned personally for myself was prayer was a bigger thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Like prayer was truly a thing. And I think for myself, I have to have a partner who's able to do that too. Yeah. That's, that's you know important. what I'm saying? That's important. It's, I, I feel like my core principles, I need that. I need someone that's, you know, on that spiritual journey that, that understands that because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like that is what is going to hold us all together. Having mm-hmm. that sanity and that balance of, you know, of God in my in our lives, guiding us, having those principles and reverting to those things. So, 
definitely that's the center that's the center for me in my house yeah yeah and and i definitely want to make that like a part of mine too like I, and i think for a long time <clears throat> i didn't show that side just because it wasn't something that i felt like i could show um but now that being where i am and how i am in life is just like yeah Hell, I prayed before every one of my, you know, before my sessions, before I start my day with my clients. My first session, I'm praying, you know what I mean? To have a great day, to have a good thing, but also for myself and my life and people around me. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely something that I've I've really gotten into. And I think that's the thing for me now is like I have to have somebody like that will be able to be like, okay, because I, I've been through a part where I've I've asked someone to pray. And they flat out told me like, for what? I don't believe in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just in life, you know, it's it's good to have somebody to bounce those things off, to have somebody that has that common ground with you, um, that you can share those with things with and build with. Let me say that. It's great to build with somebody because you can't come in with a brick house yourself and be like, yo, this is mine. Where are you going to fit in? It's like, we need oh, to put some shit right? together. Yeah. So. That's a, that's, that's a whole different topic. That's a, a whole different topic. <laughs> Well, and see, but that's why I like, that's why I like talking with you because no matter what we talk about, we always gonna find different things to have on and things to come about and talk about. You know, gosh, we can talk forever. Yeah, but I don't want to do that because I'm now like getting tired of talking with you. Um, yeah, you know, I have grown a little tired of your ass too. So. I mean, I don't. You know, I think you're just saying that because I said it first. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna let that roll. Of course. Of course. And how everybody. You're very petty, yes. Uh, and that's fine with me, too. Um, what was I going to tell you? Thank you for coming on. Because uh, I, I have to remember, this is not a regular phone call, so I really just can't hang up in your face because we can't do that. Uh, so I'm going to be nice and say thank you so much for coming on, Nikki. No, for real. Like, I love you, Tuz. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope y'all have a wonderful time on vacation. Uh, please, when you come back, we got to do something at the house. I'm going to try to have something here at the apartment, uh, a little smaller get-together uh, with my A, B, C, D collection of people okay. that I like. Um, okay. So, I can't you know. wait to come and waste something red on your carpet. Like, It's not a party if somebody doesn't waste something red on the carpet. So let's just go. Wow. Um, but thanks, thanks for having me okay, on. Motherfucker. I, I okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to name call, Jonathan. No name calling today. No, no, we're not. This is one of those uh, episodes where I'm really by my tongue. But hey, guess what, though? I, because like what I like to do with people is send them a um, thank you text. So you're really about to get a thank you text <laughs> from okay. me, Nikki, uh, for coming on the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And seriously, you know, I'm proud of you for what you're doing. Thank you. I, I like it. Use your voice. Lift us up. You know, look, like, I try to tell people, look, I'm more than just a sexy, a sexy face. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I do all have... right. Where's, okay. where's the end call button? All right. Well, there <laughs> we go, right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is where I, we have to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, no, seriously, everybody, thank y'all so much for listening in. Uh, Nikki, if anybody wants to follow you, because you got some things coming up, too, that you're doing personal-wise um, that yeah. I know that you're kind of, um, you know, doing some. What, what exactly is it that you're doing right now? So, yeah, I let go of corporate America. Let go of them Because it's trash. And mm -hmm. I just, I, you know, my light is way too bright for those people um, to try to Shine bright like it. a diamond. So I've decided Shine bright to... like a diamond. <laughs> Sorry. 
even so silly. But, you know, I feel I've, I've tuned into what God has blessed me with, uh, which is being a creative. I'm naturally a creative person. I can Come draw. I can, I can, you know, do a little something with creativity. So I've decided to go into event planning since I've had so many lovely, wonderful things in my home. And people are always telling me that what great times they've had. So. I've gone into event planning over the top affairs. Follow me on IG. Um, I'm not gonna tell y'all to follow me on my personal, but if you want to, it's it's knickknack, knickknack, paddywhack. But I don't, I may not accept your friend request, <laughs> but whatever. Just know if if they follow me, if they follow my personal page, don't allow them to follow yours because it's about to it's somebody ignorant probably. Probably um, half, the, yeah. half the people you follow are ignorant. Uh, well, I'm on the phone with an ignorant person I'm just, now. I'm just playing, guys. I'm just playing, guys. <laughs> but no, but okay, definitely, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Like, follow her, everything. Like, she's a great... She definitely does a lot of great things. She definitely has a mind. Uh, I even said that she was going to be, like, a uh, a stylist. Uh, so she definitely has a, a way of creativity and making things pop and making things happen. But once again, Nikki, I appreciate you being on the show, shooting the shit with me, talking this real talk with me, uh, and definitely hope to have you on very, very soon. All right. I'll be back. Love you. All right. Love you, too.